Principal Matters Podcast, Episode 170. Hi friends, this is Will Parker, host of Principal Matters in School Leaders Podcast, where each week I bring you inspiring, innovative, and imaginative ideas for your own school leadership. This week, I want to talk about lessons in teamwork from my son's hospital stay. If you'd like other free resources like this one, you can check out all my posts at my website at williamdparker.com. Six years ago, on October 31st, 2013, my son Jack, who was eight years old at the time, had just finished an amazing day of trick-or-treating, and he asked if he could change back into his normal clothes. This was a big deal, because Jack had been wearing a Jedi costume, enjoying trick-or-treating in a wheelchair as we pushed him through the St. Francis Children's Medical Center in Tulsa. And asking to change back into his normal clothes meant that for the first time in almost 10 days, besides the costume, he would not be wearing a hospital gown. When bad things happen, it's sometimes hard to see the good in our difficulties. And my son's battle and recovery from an infectious disease known as Kawasaki was one of those times that I'll never forget. And as this Halloween season is happening, I just wanted to share this story with you this week as a way to remind you that teamwork and community are powerful healing agents. In addition to the amazing support that our friends and church and community gave us during our son's bout with this disease, I was also astounded at the phenomenal care that he received from the nurses and techs and doctors and interns that literally saved his life. Because today's Halloween, and I'm thinking back to this time with gratitude, I remember especially how the medical team who cared for Jack was such an excellent example of teamwork. In fact, I've often thought how their actions also apply to the work that we do in school or to anyone who's interested in developing a team or an organization or a family that works together. Now, I've shared about Jack's story in a previous podcast episode, but in honor of this special anniversary, I wanted to reflect on that experience again and share just four takeaways with you this week that might help you in your own service to others. So takeaway number one, a common goal unites a group of diverse people. To give you some context, when our son Jack was first admitted to the hospital, he was in terrible shape, high fever, rash, swelling. And when he was diagnosed with this rare disease called Kawasaki, They began to give him treatments, but his condition actually worsened. Jack went into shock, and his treatments had to stop while they stabilized him for the next 24 hours. And then when they began treatments again, this time the symptoms began to disappear, and he began to heal. It was obvious during this entire time that his medical team had one goal in mind, and that was to save our son. The amazing thing was that his medical team members were all from various backgrounds, genders, differences in job titles, differences in compensation, but each team member, whether it was a tech, a nurse, a physician, or an intern, was focused on one outcome. Every decision was weighed against its effects on Jack's condition and his well-being. In Jim Collins' book, Good to Great, he studies the most effective businesses in America, ones with the longest track records for success. And one of the many contributing factors of a successful company is the ability 
to focus on the specific area where that company has the most impact. In other words, when you focus on one common goal, not allowing yourself to be distracted by secondary ones, you are always more strategic and effective. And what was the common goal when these medical professionals were taking care of my son? His healing. So what is the common goal that you're working toward right now in the outcomes of your students? A common goal can unify the most diverse people into positive action. Takeaway number two, great team members know their roles and execute them well. In my son's case, whether it was the nurse tech assigned to checking his vitals or his RN who was determined to bring his fever under control or his physicians prescribing treatments or the pharmacists or lab techs who we never met but who were prescribing or analyzing for him, each one was playing a pivotal role in the outcome of his healing. And each one performed their roles well. The nurse did not attempt to diagnose. That was the doctor's role. The tech did not administer meds. That was the nurse's role. And instead, each person performed the role that he or she had been assigned. Just like in an athletic event, you sometimes see a team playing in the zone when everything seems to flow effortlessly. But in reality, you are observing the skills of individuals who understand their roles. And they're playing them well. They've played them long enough, practiced long enough, and been together long enough to make a complicated event look like play. And when you see that, the result is something beautiful to observe. That's what I saw in this team that was caring for Jack, but it's also what you can see in the way that you care for students. Fulfilling specific roles means that each team member understands his or her key responsibility areas. When each person knows their functions, their responsibilities, and they're performing them well, when those responsibilities have been well-defined by their leaders, then the effect can often be breathtaking. So look at your team. Does each person know the key responsibility areas for which to be performing? And have they been trained well in those two? And are you supporting them in doing what they do best? So takeaway number two, great team members know their roles and execute them well. Takeaway number three, caring for people and reaching outcomes go hand in hand. Not only did Jack's medical team accomplished their goals of curing our son, but they also cared for him at the same time. Those were not opposed goals. Whether it was regulating his meds or whispering soothing words to him or finding creative ways to relieve his fever, they were consistently showing their sincerest care for him. Now let's apply this to school. Most educators are familiar with the research done by the Gates Foundation on the three R's present in great schools, rigor, relevance, and relationships. And in schools, educators are often, of course, experts in curriculum instruction. But the intangible element of caring for and loving your students while also instructing them is what separates, frankly, good teachers from great teachers. So think about your school right now and the teams that you're leading. Are you making sure that not only the skills are present, but also the trust and care so that not only are you accomplishing goals, but you're doing that by building meaningful relationships at the same time. Usually, I will actually say always, more learning and productivity happen and positive outcomes occur when caring is involved in the process. So takeaway number three, caring for people and reaching outcomes go hand in hand. And then finally, takeaway number four, great teams remain teachable. This week, I was having a great conversation with a friend of mine who said to me, well, I'm actually not worried a lot about new leaders as much as I am about old ones who think they've already learned it all. And I paused for a minute and reflected on that statement because it's so true. If you stay hungry and humble, then you're going to keep learning. 
Remaining teachable is such an important part of leading and being a part of a team. In my own son's story, one of the reasons I think that his medical team was so effective was that he was at a teaching hospital. Resident doctors interning there were being asked to participate and lead in decision-making, and at the same time, the older doctors were mentoring, coaching, and teaching them. It was an atmosphere of mutual respect where continuous learning, research, and practice were valued. Not only were the people there flourishing when they worked in a culture of learning, but also the people that they were serving were flourishing because of it. So what's the lesson learned? In our schools, when we value the importance of constantly learning from one another, when we rely on, of course, research-based methods and best practices, growing through experience practice, collaborating together for a culture of continuous learning, then great things happen and students learn. Think about the environment of your school. How can you encourage it to be a place where teachers remain flexible, open, and teachable so that their students benefit because of it? So let's wrap this up. As you are celebrating Halloween this week, or maybe even tonight as you're listening to this podcast, I want you to remember it wasn't only his team, though, that contributed, I think, to his healing. On Halloween morning, one of our church friends, a pastor, made a Facebook post that read as follows. Hey, friends, there's a little boy in room 123 at St. Francis Hospital who needs to enjoy a great Halloween. Don't let him down. And before we knew what was happening, there were knocks on Jack's hospital room door and visitors, many of them complete strangers, began stopping by the room with gifts of candy and treats and games. And by that afternoon, every surface and counter and windowsill in his room was overflowing with gifts. And then after that evening, when Jack was able to put on his costume and go in a wheelchair and, and wheel through the hospital's trick-or-treating moments that they had set up for him, the smile on his face was an example of all the care and joy that he had received. In our son's case, these actions of this great community quite literally saved his life. So think about this week what you can be accomplishing in the lives of your students and those that you serve when you do the same. So now it's your turn. What are some other examples of great teamwork that you can think of that help provide great outcomes for your students? What would you add to that list of qualities that it takes to build a great team? What are some resources that you would recommend for building great teamwork? And remember this week, those four takeaways. A common goal unites diverse people. Great team members know their roles and execute them well. Caring for people and reaching outcomes go hand in hand. And great teams remain teachable. Well, I hope that was helpful. I hope that you have a fantastic Halloween. And I hope that as you step into whatever situation that you're leading next, that you remember that what you do matters. And I'll talk to you soon.